Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Off Script Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. Kevin Wheeler here filling in for Pat Bostic alongside Casey Garrow, as usual, and our producer, Kelly Dumroff, going to join us today. Welcome, Kelly. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So we get two ladies on the show with me. I'm too lucky for that. <laughs> no Pat, so we filled in with Kelly. It'll be a good fit. See if I can uh, hold the fort down for him while he's gone. One of the things that... We usually talk to Pat about is the spring football season, obviously. And since he's not here, we're going to talk about it a little bit. But our expertise isn't going to be perfect. Of course, that's Pat's realm for him to talk about. But one of the things that we do need to address, uh, the scrimmages at Heinz Field, or one of them happened already. And, of course, the spring game coming in a few weeks. It's going to be another scrimmage that fans can actually watch. These not open to the public. But Pat Narduzzi really enjoys uh, bringing the team out there at Heinz Field to get them used to that environment. Yeah, Kevin, Coach Narduzzi is so passionate about bringing his team there. He loves getting the experience there. He thinks it's so important for the upcoming season. And it gets them ready for that spring game where they're going to be in front of fans, in front of people. And I think it gives the team a little extra motivation and practice. If you watch some of the great mic depths of Coach, you'll see how excited he is and how excited the team is. But you just see a little bit more energy, I think, from everyone. Certainly. He is one of those guys that you see him and you just – want to run through a wall for him yeah it's pat narduzzi interacting with the team on a great day at heinz field let's take a listen to his interaction with the team i think we got some great work in heinz field some great things on offense some great things on defense attitude effort toughness all that stuff great we came out and played let's be smart the rest of the weekend you got some time off okay get your bodies right get in the training room be smart represent the university of pittsburgh the right way everybody got it okay. all right man Nice day, nice day, nice day. ACC champs on three. One, two, three. ACC champs. Yeah, and you mentioned it right there, Kelly. You just want to run through a wall for him. <laughs> ACC champs on three. I'm in, I'm, I'm in the groove with that. Uh, that feels good. And then one of the other things that happened over the past week here down at the Southside facility was the Pro Day event, which obviously a lot of the guys leaving the program had illustrious careers. Uh, Brian O'Neill, Quadri Henderson, Avante Maddox, Jordan Whitehead, Max Brown, and the punter Ryan Winslow, all guys that – you know, either competed at the Combine or now competing at the Pro Day, trying to turn their Pitt careers into pro careers, which we know here at Pitt is definitely something that the football program is able to do is turn these guys into pros. Yeah, and if you listen to Coach Narduzzi, the scrum is online. You can definitely listen to it at Pitt Football on Twitter. But he had high praise for all the players, especially Avante Maddox, who he thinks is kind of a hidden gem in this draft. He's very excited about him. He was excited about him as a player and his development, once a baseball player, <laughs> now on the gridiron. So I'm excited to see where Avante will go, as well as all these other players that participated. Yeah, it's funny. You mentioned Avante being a baseball player. We had him on on a broadcast last year uh, during the Penn State game. Yeah. And he uh, acted as a little bit of a color analyst. He threw out a first good. pitch, too. That's right. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. Narduzzi threw it out. He got it, but... <laughs> It was a good tandem there. Team effort. <laughs> he gave some good analysis, I do remember. He yeah. certainly knows the game, and we'll see where he ends up on, in his football career. I'm excited. Yeah, a lot of these guys translate well to the NFL. I think Jordan Whitehead at the safety position. There's a team in town that might need a safety, right? Yes, Road absolutely. The Steelers, I would love that. Get another player on their roster like James Conner. It'd be nice to get some of that pit pride right over. Seems Easy like James transition. Conner's working out for them, too. You know, why not? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's such a benefit to all these guys on the football team to, you know, be able to watch the Steelers practice and basically on the same field and two separate sides down there. And there's a lot of interaction uh, throughout the years with those coaches. And even when these players leave, 
you know, you have Aaron Donald, who still comes back to hang out with the pit players. He was there at Pro Day. He comes back and works out. Yes, he's with the Rams, but he comes all the way back home to see his teammates. And, of course, his mom is still around in this area. So I feel like once you leave the pit program, you never actually leave. And talk about something to aspire to with that guy. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that, right? No. Yeah, it's a family, not. that's for sure. <laughs> you, you get that family environment. The nice thing is that these guys do push each other, though. And the coaches push the players, and the players push back as well. And it's all a healthy learning environment. And one of those new coaches on this staff is Archie Collins, defensive backs coach. And this is a guy that has a lot of energy, kind of follows that Narduzzi mold, run through a wall for the, for the guy type of mentality. And right here, you're going to hear a little bit of an interaction post-practice with one of the more prominent defensive backs, and that's Paris Ford, who's going through a little bit of a positional change. But let's listen to an interaction between Archie Collins and Paris Ford right here. Don't lean into it. Don't lean into it. You see my shoulder leaning? Yo, you tired? Oh, I'm on you. Look at it. All right, come on now. Hey, listen, go quicker now. Come on. Don't put your shoulder into it. Like this, like a jab. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Quicker, 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 quicker. Quicker, all right? That's where it's supposed to be, right there. And you hear that, the the rapport that those two guys have already. It's just been a couple weeks or so uh, since Archie Collins has been working with Paris Ford and the rest of the defensive backs. But you can hear it right there. It's a special relationship forming. And our video crew said, who got this on film, said, this is Archie Collins all the time. After practice, he does this one-on-one -on -one training. The players love him so far. And it's just a lot of that one-on-one -on -one communication. And like I said, training. So I'm excited to see what Archie is going to bring to this program and to this secondary. So as you can see from there, I mean, that's a pretty good start and a lot of energy. Yeah, and all of those videos and, and some more from Pro Day as well, interactions and interviews from all the guys who went out there and worked out for Pro Day in front of all 32 NFL teams, in addition to the mic'd up piece and the Archie Collins soundbite you just heard. All of those can be found on the Pitt Livewire YouTube channel, or if you head to social media, at Pitt Football on Twitter. And don't forget, guys, the spring game, April 14th, coming at Heinz Field, free for fans to get in. And the honorary captains, pretty special tandem, Walt Harris and Johnny Majors, always nice guys to welcome back to the Pitt Football program. As you mentioned, Casey, it's like a family down there. Yeah, and they come back almost every year. Walt Harris was here last year with Larry Fitzgerald. They had just come from a golf game. So I'm excited to see them. Hopefully he brings Larry back. Hopefully they have, you know, some more golfing to get in here at Pittsburgh. So. If it's warm if enough. the weather's nice, yeah. yeah. I know. So yeah. I'm hoping he brings back a few of those familiar faces for all the fans to see. Transitioning now into our usual segment, Sounds of the Week. And a couple of them come from a very exciting baseball series last weekend. The Panthers giving the Duke Blue Devils 19th ranked team in the country everything that they could handle here in the first ACC series uh, at home of the season for the Panthers, and it was a special day on Friday for Nico Popa, Casey. Yeah, we streamed live on the ACC Network Extra with Kevin Wheeler, of course, on the call, who's with us right now, and Josh Roundtree. Nico Popa, first career home run, and let's take a listen to a little bit of that call. Popa puts a charge into this one into left field, and it's out of here. Popa's pop proves to be impressive here in the ninth inning. It's they break out the and home run that. helmet. Look at the home run helmet. Put that number one on there right away. You see there's a lot of uh, Liam Sabino numbers on there. He leads the team at home runs, but Nico Popa, he crushed that ball. Throw the home run helmet on right away. See him. Crown him up. Again, we mentioned Nico and his first career home run. Really exciting. 
like they said, he crushed that ball. And we also mentioned a little bit of Liam Sabino. We saw a little bit of that home run helmet, which Liam has seen this season. I sure. love this new tradition, Kelly. They put on that gold um, construction helmet like with the P. <laughs> Uh, it's beautiful and it's fun to see. And I love that Caleb Perry initiated. Yeah, that was uh, Caleb Perry's brainchild. Um, you know, they kind of wanted to work in something that tied into the city and the blue collar attitude. I think that that team embodies as well. So it's been really nice every time uh, you hit a home run, you get a different helmet and uh, you get your number stuck on there. I know, Kevin, you had fun with that this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's really cool to see them all rally behind something like that anytime there's a homer. The first thing that you're looking for is, of course, all the you know the congratulations when he touches home plate. But the next thing is that <laughs> home run helmet. When is it going to come out? When are you going to place it on their yeah. head? And they all really enjoy that part That's of it. That's for sure. And if you if you do hit one, you get your number stuck on it. And as we said, there's a lot of number 11s on there for Liam Sabino, and that's a guy that is having a fantastic season. And and I've been saying it. I said it all weekend. It was the first time I got to see him in person. And this guy is smooth on the diamond, not just at the plate, but also in the field. He runs bases really well. You got to see him play if you haven't yet, and make sure you come out to a pit baseball game to check him out. But he's also up for the Golden Spikes Award. He leads the team in pretty much every offensive category. The fan vote is until April 1st. And Kelly, I know you can t- speak a little bit more about this. Yeah, so you guys can go to at uh, pit underscore base on Twitter and Instagram and find out how you can vote for Liam. Um, the Golden Spikes Award is given annually to the best amateur player. Um, some pretty big names on there, Bryce Harper, Chris Bryant. Last year's winner was from the ACC as well, Brendan McKay from uh, from Louisville. So, Liam, like you said, he's just having a fantastic year. Everything that he does is smooth. He's full of power. He's a perfect 12 for 12 stolen bases. I mean, you saw it, Kevin. Everything that he does has just been spectacular for Pitt. So, hopefully we can get Liam uh, a little bit of a push there. Yeah, he's been impressive. Former winners of the award, Bryce Harper, Chris Bryant. Last year, as you said, Brendan McKay, that's a great company to be Absolutely. in if he's able to pull that off. So uh, best of luck to him throughout the rest of the season. And back to this weekend, though, another home run mentioning the home run helmet. A guy had an absolute mammoth shot on Saturday, in which turned out to be an 8-7 win. And it was Nick Bandman uh, <laughs> who really powered that offense, Casey. Yeah, Nick Bandman had a home run in that game, too. Again, Kevin Wheeler and Josh Roundtree on the call. I could listen to you guys all weekend, <laughs> which I did. I did, yeah. I did on the ACC Network <laughs> Extra. Great producing by our own Kelly Hammonds. There was a lot of great fun you guys had. There was a lot of emoji talk and <laughs> yes. other banter going on. You guys have to watch them. It's always live, and we'll be live again this weekend. Kevin will be on the call. Is that correct? I will only be on Friday, and then I will be producing Saturday and Sunday, and our good friend Jeff Hathorne will be back for the latter two games of the Virginia series. Yeah, Jeff Hathorne from the fan will be there, but let's hear from Kevin and Josh on the Nick Bandman home run in Game 2 versus number 19, Duke. High in the air for Bandman. Out of here! Nick Bandman kissing goodbye, a two-run shot here in the fifth inning. Got under it, and it hooked, and it looked like it was maybe going to hook foul, but it just stayed in. The home run helmet. There it is. Put a 29 on there. Down and inside to Bandman. That's where you don't want to go with him. Yeah, he just went down and absolutely clubbed it. Monster shot there. Yeah, it was Nick Bandman's second home run of the season. It was fantastic to watch, actually. And I had to wait to see if it was going to curl foul or not. Regardless, it was an exciting moment, what turned out to be a win, and, and then followed it up with a tough loss on Sunday. But you better bet that those guys are going to fight hard next weekend against Virginia as well. And on the softball field, Alexis Solak, in what was a great weekend for the softball team, won two games against Virginia Tech on the road, the third one being canceled 
due to weather. But Alexis Solak in Game 2 had a big double that pushed them to a victory over the Hokies. This one is sent into center. It is back, and it goes off the wall. One Panther will score. Another will score. And it's a two-out RBI double for Alexis Solak. And Pittsburgh extends their lead to 4-0 in the top of the seventh. Well hit, and Show on Wall was back there, played it off the wall well. With the speed around the base paths. Get two more in for the Panthers. And now moving away from a little bit from baseball to softball, you know, all those home runs. I can't wait to see the home run helmet again this weekend. But we also have Holly April and Panther softball team who are going to be kicking off this weekend. They had their game postponed last week, and now they're going to be home also versus Duke. So we'll be excited to see them. I know Kevin sat down with Holly just this morning. You said she had a lot of great things to say. So let's hear a little bit from Kevin Wheeler and head coach Holly April of the Pitt softball team. You're coming off a really good weekend uh, where you go down to Virginia Tech, you take two, you get the third game canceled. Uh, but what about that that series and what went well for you and what are you still wanting to see out of your team right now? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that our uh, we pitched very well for starters and I think everything kind of kind of goes from the mound. I, I say that all the time, and I think in baseball and softball it just kind of goes that way. So we pitched very well, and basically we just ask our pitchers to, to keep us in the game and to, to give us a shot. So, you know, staying within, um, you know, about three to five runs is kind of what we're looking for. So they did a great job with that. They were ahead in a lot of their counts. So that, that went well, and then I think we had a really good game plan at the plate. Um, I think that we prepared well for the pitching we were going to see, and we stayed uh, – very positive when, you know, trying to learn from each other and make our adjustments as we went. And I think that helped us. I think that, you know, this in the second game, um, both of their pitchers, they have a very good pitching staff at Virginia Tech. And the second game we played, we really, we didn't generate much offense, but we, we took advantage of the opportunities we were given. So we were able to score on really nothing. We didn't really get any hits, but we scored two runs. So I think that was huge. And, uh, we were very, uh, very resilient, so it was a good series for us. This team is kind of known for its offense, and you guys play an exciting brand of softball, but as you said, it was the pitching over the weekend that got you where you needed to be. Kayla Harris, now 3-0 and in ACC games, ERA of around 1. Uh, what has she been able to do in ACC games that has been able to push you guys to positive results? Yeah, I think... Um, like we really are just trying to focus on on the one pitch at a time mentality, and I think, you know, it sounds cliche, but being able to do that is is a big deal. So I think, you know, uh, Griffin, uh, our pitching coach, has been able to help her tremendously in staying focused in what she's doing. I think the rest of the pitching staff, we talk about them as being a team within the team. So I think that they've done a really good job of uh, all working together. And, uh, you know, Kayla, we just keep telling her, just keep making pitches. Don't worry about what's going to happen. Don't worry about the next batter. Just keep making quality pitches. And uh, she's done a really good job of doing that. I think, and I think combined, too, with our defense, we played really great defense. Um, Amanda Buckholz has done a great job preparing them and getting us positioned correctly. So I think those two things really come together. I, you know, I think, you know, offense is a great thing in the game, and there's more and more of it now than there ever has been. But I, pitching and defense are still the things that, that really, to me, uh, are what you build your foundation around. So you can, you can kind of always find a way to eke out win, wins. Um, or eke out runs, I should say. So I think that's kind of what we did, you know, at Virginia Tech. So, but yeah, the pitching staff and Kayla has done a really great job so far. Speaking of the offense, uh, one of your most consistent 
players all season and, and really throughout her career is Regina Zaramenko. Now 10 homers on the year. What's she been able to do for you guys in just the consistency? In yeah. game to game, you know that she's going to give you what you need to see out of her in the lineup. Yeah. Well, for starters, she's she's had a she's healthy. And I I think her freshman year she was fairly healthy, but she really has battled a lot of injuries in between that time. So that's been huge and I think just like her feeling good is it is big um so she's been able to like fully participate and do everything we need her to do and she is very she's just a good hitter she just uh you know being good at that at the skill of hitting is a lot of it is just being able to um go pitch to pitch and learn what learn from each pitch but also don't get too bogged down in, in failures and just keep swinging your bat like just keep doing the things that Staying in that in that zone where you're seeing the ball well and not trying to do too much because as soon as you start trying to get hits or you press, things start to slide. So she does a really good job of that and she doesn't uh, you know come out of her herself too much. She stays very much like within her game plan and knows what works for her. You know, um, I, I I talk to her and we like work through things, but at the same time, like she sifts through what I say and uses what she knows is going to work for her. And I think that's big for any player, too. You know, they, they need to take in the coaching, and we're there to, to tweak them and to, you know, I kind of feel like as a coach I'm a facilitator. Like I want to help them get to where they need to go, but they also need to know what works for them, and then those two things kind of blend, and I think she's really good at that. Another player that's burst onto the scene, really, first season of, of a lot of consistent playing time is Taylor Myers, mm-hmm. and she's been playing really well in ACC play. What's been the difference for her this year? Is it just being able to play consistently in the lineup? You know, Taylor is, uh, she's a very gritty kid. She just uh, she just finds ways. I think, you know, maybe a, a year ago or in her freshman year, she she just wasn't, she wasn't trusting herself. She was trying to, you know... Um, she was questioning herself a lot. She can get into think mode a little bit, and that was happening more often than not. And I think she just she just wasn't feeling good about what she was doing. She's always felt pretty comfortable defensively. So, but I don't know. We gave her some things to work on. I think she really committed to them, you know, during the summers. And she's just really seized her opportunity. And she she finds ways. Like everything doesn't always look perfect, but she finds ways to to get it done. So yeah, she's done a great job. Myers now with a 368 batting average in ACC play and also leads the conference in walks, which I'm sure you're you're happy about. Yeah, I, yes, I love that. We talk about walks as being um, just uh, that's trusting your plan. If you work a good plan, you're going to generate some walks. Um, and hit by pitches, those are things, you know, the on-base percentage is what we're looking for. Um, so, yeah, we definitely stress that, and that's that's big. You have Duke coming in this weekend. Mm-hmm. You finally get a home opener after your first one was snowed out yeah. last week. <laughs> Uh, which is unfortunate, but yeah. you do get an ACC team right away. And Duke is an interesting situation being a new program to the ACC and, and just softball in general. Mm-hmm. What's your perspective on them? And, you know, how do you make sure that your team doesn't kind of overlook a, a team like that where, you know, maybe they're not as experienced as, mm-hmm. as they are? I mean, there's definitely a lot of that out there as far as that, you know, their first season. They are not inexperienced. They are they are a new team, but that's about where it ends. They're very good. They have a couple transfers for, that have played at other schools that were already playing. Um, they do have some freshmen there as well, but they're extremely competitive. They have a great coaching staff. They're they're very well prepared. So there's absolutely no reason to to overlook them. They've done. They're doing very well in the conference. They've done very well outside of it. Um, they've beat a lot of good teams. So um, we're gonna get ourselves. 
prepared and we're going to attack them like we have every other every other conference foe and uh, we're going to have to we're going to have to do a lot of things right. We're going to have to get a lot of things right in order to be able to to stack up well against them. They're definitely very good. Well, Holly, I appreciate the time, and I hope that Easter weekend is enjoyable for you and, and the fans come out to support yeah, you guys. Yeah, great. Thanks very much. Yeah, so you just heard from Holly April and Kevin Wheeler. I'm very excited to see this team back at home. We've been waiting for such a long time, again, versus Duke this weekend, and we will be streaming live on the ACC Network Extra, just a one-camera stream, but make sure you check it out. If you can't get out to the field, there's a lot of exciting things happening this weekend. There's even an egg hunt that will be going <laughs> on this Saturday for both Pitt Baseball and Pitt Softball. So make sure you check out all the marketing initiatives at Pitt Softball and at Pitt Base. Another team that we need to highlight a little bit here, guys, is the gymnastics team. And they have had an unbelievable season under first-year head coach Samantha Snyder, and it's their first postseason berth since 2013, heading to NCAA regional, regional tournament, headed to Columbus, Ohio as a five seed competing against UCLA, Arkansas, where Sam Snyder came from. So a nice little storyline there, including Boise State, Ohio State, which is the host team in Columbus and Kent State as well. And every week this year during the gymnastics season and every event, the team has posted at least one top 10 score in program history. The record books are just filling up with 2018s. Uh, which is what you want to see for a first-year head coach. It's been impressive. And, Casey, I know that this week, last night actually, you spoke with junior Charlie Spivey about what this season has meant to the team. It's really hard for me to find the words to explain what Sam Ryan and Dave have done for this team. They've instilled us with confidence. They've given us hope, and they've helped us believe in ourselves. And that's something that I know we are so thankful for. And because of them and because of their determination, we're going to regionals, and we couldn't be more excited. So we heard from Charlie, all the credit goes to the coaching staff, but we also go, have to give credit to this team who has been working hard. They've really bought into this program and that win the day mentality, which you just heard. So tickets to regionals are $15 for adults and $10 for students and kids. So make sure you purchase them out of the athletics website. I'm sure plenty of our season ticket holders will be doing so. We had quite the crowds this year. And just so you know, a little background, only 36 teams make the regionals and only 12 will advance to the national championship. So we're hoping Pitt is one of those teams. And I know that has been the goal all year for them. A couple more things on the gymnastics team. Nine gy gymnasts on the all Eagle tournament, first and second teams. You can check out who made the teams and the honors for each athlete on the gymnastics page of pittsburghpanthers.com. Casey Bonk with all the coverage for the media relations side and one specific person to talk about is Haley Breckwald the upstart freshman named Eagle Freshman of the Year congratulations to Haley record six Eagle Rookie of the Week awards 12 individual titles and in 11 meets and also set three of the top 10 all-around scores in program history her highest being fourth so a really impressive season and honestly uh, burst onto the scene I, I don't know if anybody would have expected that to come from her in case you can speak more about this but Really just impressive in leading that team as a true freshman. Yeah, Haley's been quite the leader, according to Coach Snyder. You know, only a freshman, a little soft-spoken, but she's really led this team through her actions and her performances. Like I said, a little bit of a silent leader, but she has been so phenomenal for them all year, which Coach references right here. Haley has been phenomenal all year. She's been consistent. She's been poised on the competition floor, and it's been so exciting to watch her grow throughout season. She's been such a leader for this team, and she has been just a phenomenal athlete all around. And so it was nice to see her be recognized throughout the year with those accolades, and then to culminate that at the Eagle Championships by being named Rookie of the Year was truly phenomenal. 
And again, I'm so excited to see Haley Breckwald in these regionals and what she has to do. She could even advance as an individual performer to the NCAAs. So I'm excited to see what else is out there for her. We'll be talking to her later this week as a video crew. We're going to be doing a little feature that will air next week. So you'll be able to find that on Pit Livewire and after what Sam had to say about her, I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, absolutely. It'll be a great piece, and I'm looking forward to seeing what you guys produce on that side of things. Now let's go to our favorite segment of the week <laughs> by the next time we meet. So let's revisit our predictions from last week. And, Kelly, you're sitting in for Pat Bostic. And last week he said that Michaela Taylor of the softball team would hit another home run. And you want to take the blame for that? I got, Yeah, I'll take the fall for that one. But, you know, Michaela, she's been having such a year that we'll give her a week off. We'll let her come back, and maybe she'll hit a couple ones against Duke this weekend. You know, maybe she just wanted to do it in front of the home crowd. It's okay, Pat. I got you. And then I said that baseball would take two out of three from Duke, and man, was I close Ugh, with that one. We were close. So close. Yeah, so close. yesterday's uh, – I'm sorry, Sunday's game was, was a difficult one to, to swallow for sure, a ninth-inning loss and a tough play at the plate. So – Good fight from those guys, though, and it was close throughout the weekend. And then, Casey, uh, your prediction was another top 10 play. Fell just short of that. Yeah. We didn't get it this week from SportsCenter, but I'll tell you what. There was a couple of nice plays, and you can see them at pit base. I know Kelly helped put those out, and I know they're there, so make sure you check them out. I think I think they possibly could have made it. Yeah. So, some of those uh, defensive plays, flashing oh, yeah. the leather out there, were impressive. Nico Popa had one. David Yanni was David all Yanni, over the place. Yeah. Liam Sabino. Uh, Connor Perry had a diving catch in a big situation as well. So all those guys making defensive plays. And then obviously the home runs, the home run helmet. we got to get that on sports. <laughs> That's what we got to do. Yeah, home run helmet. I Absolutely. mean, that thing has just caught fire. Everyone loves think, the home run helmet. I think Liam's going to get us on there with yeah. his what, how he's playing right now. He's on fire. Fire emoji. Let's get him up there. <laughs> and Shout out to Josh Roundtree. I'm hoping to Straight get, fire emoji. Yeah. yeah. I'm hoping to get that home run helmet on there with Liam. Is that your prediction for this week? It's not, but I feel like I should add that into the prediction. I have so many this weekend. We'll use a a community prediction. Liam Sabino gets the home run helmet on SportsCenter over the weekend. Yes? Yes. I agree. Throw that into the pot. I mean, it better happen. Let's do it. All right, let's get our predictions for this week so we can look at them again next week. Kelly? Okay, well, I might be a little biased because, you know, I work with the baseball team, but I think we're going to take two from Virginia this weekend. I really do. Um, you know, the guys have been playing really well recently. Like you said, we've we've been in it with, with Duke, and they're the 19th-ranked team in the, co- team in the country. Excuse me. But um, Virginia, they're coming in. They've, they're injury-plagued this year. Two of their best players have been out for a considerable amount of time. So I know they've been feeling it. Did just get swept by Miami, so they might be coming in with a little fire. But um, I think we'll rise to the challenge and, and pull out two wins against Virginia. And if you can't get to the game, make sure you watch it live on the ACC Network Extra. Again, Kevin, you'll be on the call, but also producing. So, yeah. jack of all trades, Kevin Wheeler. We'll get our boy uh, Jeff Hathorn back. Maybe get him a, a Beano Bomb yeah. tagline. You think yeah. I can get him to say that? Yeah, you know what? If he says <laughs> Beano Bomb and it makes Sports Center, then there that's, we go. that's a trifecta. If you're, you're listening, Jeff, we have your uh, weekend plans already. All right, Casey, what's uh, your prediction for this week? I think softball will sweep Duke. They're finally home. They're, I'm sure they're anxious to get back. You talked to Holly. I know they're confident with how their season is going right now. They took two from Virginia Tech. I think they're going to be coming in with confidence. And my second prediction is that my nieces will win the Easter egg hunt. That is happening also this weekend on the soccer field. It's a <laughs> promotion for pit baseball and pit softball. And I think they're going to – there's 3,000 eggs yeah. they're going to put out. There's and a lot of eggs, but it goes fast. That is unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, it's so many. There's going to be – 
prizes and chocolates and everything. Last year we couldn't do chocolate because it was too warm. Can but, I participate? Yes. In that? Yeah, I just as yeah, but you you're not predicted there... as my winner. Oh. Yeah. Oh. But you can definitely. You participate. have to hurry though. It goes it... fast. Kayla Morgan, our, our marketing director for softball, said that last year there was a thousand eggs and it took a just a couple seconds to get rid of them. So yes. three thousand. Maybe we'll have a, a couple more seconds. An age limitation on this? It, no, it's free. All ages can attend. You're this a kid at heart. Cool. We know that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it'll be frowned upon. I just don't mess up my prediction. As long as I can get some uh, Reese's Cups, some candy. then that's what I need. So <laughs> happy Easter while we're on the subject, by the way, because we won't talk until next week. Uh, my prediction, I think that the Pitt softball team coming back home for their home opening series in the ACC, because obviously their first one uh, snowed out last week and what was terrible weather that they had to deal with. But I'm saying that the softball team in total throughout the weekend, two homers per game, a total of six. It's going to be home run derby at Vardabedi. we got to get them their home run helmet. Absolutely. Get them their own helmet. Yeah, they're going to have to borrow it. Jeez. Yeah. Led by Georgiana Zaramenko, 10 homers on the year. She's impressive, that whole team and that offensive mentality, really entertaining to watch. So obviously, as we've said throughout, ACC Network Extra for both baseball and softball this weekend, full broadcast for the baseball team against 24th-ranked Virginia. And then the softball team, one camera streams, but make sure you check them out. Baseball tickets on sale, football season tickets on sale. Check those out, all the social media platforms, and then the great content coming out of broadcast and video on the Pitt Livewire account. So once again, signing off for Casey Garrow and Kelly Dummeroff, I'm Kevin Wheeler. Thanks so much for joining us here on the Off Script Podcast.